it or not. And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because really got sick and tired of people who just don't get it. Yeah. I don't suffer fools lightly either. Some people get that, especially tech. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. Speaking of which, uh, Dallin, if you're watching right now, you should really be driving instead. Stop looking at your phone while you're driving. Cut that shit out. He's only five minutes from the airport. He's probably home by now. Yeah, it probably is. We'll see what happens in any time. Meantime, first off, welcome. I am your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. S-H-U-J-I-N. Find me easily pretty much everywhere under that. Uh, yeah, minor update with who's all with us. I'll kind of explain that in a couple moments. Just north of the border of me into Canada... From the place in Ontario where, oh my God, uh, you're throwing all kinds of shade all over the place. Don't remind me. <laughs> Hi, heretic woman. Hello. So, are you uh, are you planning on uh, trading out your car for a new one? No. Maybe something other than a Ford? I drive a Mazda, thankfully. <laughs> She's not an American. My she doesn't buy a new car every year. My it, husband, on the other on the other hand, needs to get himself a new truck. <laughs> some people get where I'm going with this. Some people are not Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. We'll. we'll no. We'll, yeah. yeah. We'll. We'll. Don't worry. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Midwest <sighs> of the U.S. Good evening, Bridget. Good evening. Yeah, I got. I gotta. I gotta ask you about something on air shortly. Um, something that I mentioned over in the uh, Facebook group. So you should already know about this one. And uh, just outside of, oh my God, did he actually get home in time for his nap and nightly call with what's his butt from that TV show? Hi, Unrenowned Tech. Hi. That's it? Nothing? <laughs> well, were you expecting me to say something stupid or silly or self-depreciating? No, actually. He's, he's just wearing a poop hat on his head, that's all. I got poop on my head? Yep. A little bit. <laughs> bit of a pile with googly eyes. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, Tech, if you uh, if you really need to go along with that hat, I've got something for you. <laughs> get... hey, listen, if I really wanted to start a movement, I'd eat a prune. You want to be in pictures... You, you know, pain in my butt. You are. See, is 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 how things are going. I completely forgot to try to set up all of my um, on-screen stuff. So, just on a whim, let's see. Will the bottom third show up this week? Click. No, that'd be a no. No, that's a big old <laughs> freaking no, man. All right, whatever. So, in any case, uh, real quick, Dallin was. Making his way back from uh, oh, Oklahoma mm -hmm. because he's uh, he was in business down there. So good on you, uh, Joey. Is been a little bit on the busy side, shuttling people around, so we may not have him. Um, Joseph, well, don't know, and that's okay with the way things he's go. Coffee. It's possible. It's entirely possible he's just sleeping. Martha Stewart which, style. 
fine. And well, his lights on, but I don't know. Oh, wait, no, it just went off. Damn it. <laughs> no, well, the light just went. Oh, and it came back. I don't know what he's. You saying. know what? Uh, don't don't worry about. It. And uh, well, and and on top of everything else, uh, well, Chris is just pissant. He really, you know, you should really just get up super early and be with us again. You know, you paid the yeah. really. Like like so. What about this work thing? Like yeah. Just- you know? social life what the you know how, how what the hard hell, is man? it get up is it to get up at four o'clock in the morning and come it, talk it beats, it, you know i i i don't know it beats the hell out of me anyway so for those of you that are joining us live of course uh, of which there are a couple of you thank you very much please feel free to take advantage of the live chat system some i don't i don't remember i used to remember you can pop it out and put it anywhere have, on your screen have, yes and for me it's on the right side of my screen I don't know if that's the right side of the screen for you it's, people. Well, it's on my left. It, it's it's on my right, on on, well, on my right screen. I've got two screens. One's right in front of me. The other one's well, no, it's it's straight I in got, front of me. The other I one's got, on the I left. What? One there and one on each side. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that because I've still got some leftover t- 24 by 7 68s, and Dude. I've I've still got I've still got um, ports open when, on my video card. Once so. you go three screens, you never go back to one man. Ah, uh, yeah, you and Callie, you size queens, you man. I don't know what I'm. Gonna I know do. <laughs> it's gonna be the whatever. So anyway, she doesn't um, even do video much, so does a lot of other stuff. Um, you roller skating, um, babe. It's a that's a yes. That's a, anyway, for those of you that are live at the moment, thank you very much, Stephanie. Hi, Trippin. Good to see you. And right now, that's about it. Uh, Heretic Woman knows exactly I felt when the results of the EU referendum came out. Boy, don't you? Yeah. Uh, All right. Can, so let's. Yeah. I'm running out of. I'm like, where can I move to? Like <laughs> Denmark. <laughs> Um, I don't. I, I don't speak Danish though. Um, not very good with Finnish either. <laughs> well, if you don't have to start, you don't. If you don't start, you don't have to finish. There is that. Um, Move to Iceland. Yeah. I hear they got I, renewable energy going on over there. I thought about Iceland, but the whole ice part really discouraged me. No, 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 no. You, you, you forget. You forget. Iceland is the one that's green. Greenland is the one that's covered in ice. That's covered in ice. I I realize that. But they are way the hell up there. All right, fine. Then just do it the easy way. I already find it too cold in southern Ontario. Cut it out. All right, look. If you want to go ahead and do this the easiest way, where you don't have to screw around with changing out money, Mm -hmm. go to Nineveh. Because, 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 (laughs) there is... A theory that states that the Earth is actually donut-shaped. You'll be closer to the hole in the Earth from the north to the south poles, where in the middle of all that, there is a star keeping everything warm. So, I see. There you go. Okay, well, I may have to find somebody that lives in Nunavut and uh, see. Oh, Stephanie says that most Danes speak good English. All right. I'm good with that. All right. I'm 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 pale and pasty enough to pass for somewhat. Don't forget if you mention that you're Canadian and not American, they'll give you a better benefit of the doubt. Oh, definitely. And and if I tell them I absolutely did not vote for Ford, um 
that that should help too. Like, what is wrong with you, Ontario? God. I believe uh I believe I can easily quote someone that I know. Not enough. Uh, uh, that's, that's a whole other thing. I'm pretty sure that I can I can quote somebody from uh, Ontario properly without too much of uh, without too much of um, paraphrasing. Um, I believe it was to all of you that voted for Rob Ford. Fuck you. I'm pretty sure that I, I I'm pretty sure that we yep. know the same person. I think so. I, yeah. I think we do. Yes. I think, I think we know the same person. So and uh, I think I, it was signed sincerely me. <laughs> it, it, it very well could have been. And for the record, I did not vote for Harper. I did not vote for either Ford. I am a very responsible voter. Okay. And, and, I and yeah, better. of course you did. And yeah, and the fact that you couldn't doesn't really yeah, factor yeah. into Deta- it. Details, details, details. <laughs> So, uh, because it's the last one that's left in my current six-pack of beers, tonight, it is 12 Gates Coffee Porter. This is the last one that's left, so we will be trying that one out By the way, I found out today that Doug Ford does not even have post-secondary education. At all? Of any? At all. None. He has a high Uh... school diploma. Oh, high school oh, diploma. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Let's 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 be fair. Which, which is great for many, many, many careers. I don't think running the province is one of them. Okay, now let's 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 be fair about this. I too have only. Uh, I will use the the quote unquote only a high school diploma. Admittedly, I have three semesters of college, and that's it. <sighs> Now that's that's more to, than him. Okay, to be fair, do I think that I am the end all be all know all of everything? No, I am smart enough to know that I don't know a hell of a lot of stuff. I have a lot of us I have a lot of stuff that I know about, but my biggest thing, and I've always told this to my little one also, it is far and away more important to know where to get the answers than to think mm. that you have the answers yourselves anytime. Yeah. He has a little problem with that. Yeah. He's got, a, he's got a lot of, actually, I don't think he's got any little problems at all. Have you no. seen his girth? He's, yes. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he is not a small man. No, no. And, and, and also he has no actual stated plans for anything that he promised. Yep. Like none at all. Well, and we don't even know how he's going to do this dollar, what dollar beer stuff, which I think that right there got him every redneck and college student in the province right there. Yeah. Everybody watching letter Kenny right there. So speaking of beer, there you go. Because we don't even have beer at convenience stores right now. You can't. You have to go to the beer store to buy beer. Except they've just started well, allowing that's, that's it. That's not really at- that weird. In Virginia, uh, which was I, I resided in there for a time, if you want hard liquor, you've got to go to an ABC store. Yeah. Yeah, we you, have can't the, go, you can't go to the grocery store at 7-Eleven. We have the Liquor Licensing Control Board of Ontario, the LCBO. And now we've just started have being able to buy some beer 
at um, grocery stores, like only within the last eight months or so. So for him to say dollar beer at the convenience store, that was just like every beer lover in the freaking province just went, oh, well, I'll vote for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got a question over in the uh, over in the live channel. Yep. Get to that in a second. Uh, the top of the uh, the top of the can on this one is saying uh, full flavored handcrafted beer, and it did say coffee porter. I got no coffee taste, and as far as to it being full flavored, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of bitter in all of this, and this is getting very close. Wow. Oh, that is not. Okay, I got a really late taste off of that, and that is not appealing at all. Uh, yeah, so I've gotten about, what, four sips into that? Yeah, uh, that's beer, and I don't think I'm finishing that one either. Wow, that is a really um, weird... Wow. Why do you get was... stuff that has coffee in it? Why not it's just gonna... for a beer beer? No, I, I've, I've, I've tried several beer beers. It's just a matter of I went looking for just randomized, just looking for something different. So gotcha. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, are the election machines connected online? Well, we only started using any kind of election quote machine at this election. Um, we are pen and paper, pencil and paper people. Um, they used small netbooks to hold the database of um, available of people registered to vote. And then they used a tabulator machine to actually count the votes. Um, I don't like it. I was very uncomfortable with the whole thing. I really, really, really prefer the pencil and paper. So sure. they and they did have backups in case there were any issues with either system that like if they couldn't get the database to find somebody or something, there was paper available as well, but Good. yeah. Good. So I, I was a poll clerk in our 2015 federal election and that was a hundred percent pencil and paper. And I, I much prefer that. It's a tiny bit slower. We had it all counted within half an hour of the poll closing, you know, and there are very strict rules on how it's counted and, you know, how you balance out the numbers to make sure that you've counted correctly and all of that. So, yeah, much more comfortable with that. But so. we still can't blame his one of my one of my local friends had posted on Facebook. Can we blame the Russians for this? <laughs> like, eh, probably not. <laughs> Maybe we'll deal with that one afterwards because you're more than welcome to try. Yeah. 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 Because it's. You know what? That's that's a piece for 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 later. We'll most assure, uh, most assuredly cover some stuff later. Uh, and, and Stephanie, that's exactly why she says pen and paper is hard, a lot harder to forge, which is exactly why I'm much more comfortable with that. Yeah, and uh, as someone for whom the at one point one of the states in this country went ahead and said, "Sure, you know what? Uh, the best way of deciding." Which candidate gets your vote is with a giant hole punching machine in the paper. Oh yeah, right. 
hanging chads. Yeah, that's yeah. The the name Chad is still not gotten any better in the last almost twenty years. Well, and it's actually gotten worse thanks to the incels. But that's yeah, a whole other. That's yeah. That's topic. definitely that's definitely a different thing. Anyway, um, and uh, who 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 said it? Yeah, Stephanie said it. Don't be a martyr. Just bin the muck. Yeah, I, I think I probably will. I I will try another sip in a little while after it's had some time to warm up, see if it changes anything. I doubt it, but at the same time, I'm willing to try and see what well, happens. you said it was bitter. Would it help if you dumped some sugar in there? <laughs> Uh, considering the considering the lasagna that I made for today, oh, I, I should I should talk about that. Ooh, lasagna, yeah, yeah. semi homemade, semi homemade. Mm. The the sauce. When I remember, folks, if you're going to make really good tomato sauce, your secret ingredient is always tomatoes, sugar. Ah, uh, mm. yes. But that's a that's a thing for. Uh, I, uh, I'll give you. Uh, I'll lend out a secret. When I'm making uh, my taco uh, blend of sauce and meat and, and and peppers and such and that, for the sweet aspect of it, I don't put in regular sugar. I use real maple syrup. Yes, <sighs> but sh- this maple syrup is not something that you can typically find in Italy. Right, but the, the no, it's, it's it's the way I make it, and people are always asking me, "That's really good. What did you do to it? Little of this, little of that." Yep, and uh, and the secret ingredient in my uh, Japanese curry, pineapples. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing for later. We'll we'll discuss culinary stuff another time because mm. pineapple oh, rice. Yeah, we'll we'll deal with all that later. Anyway, um, let me go ahead and get everything rolling. Uh, we may get Dallin. I don't know. Probably not. But I'm yeah, thinking if he hasn't shown up by now, he's probably like bleh, <laughs> wanting to. I'm already halfway to blah. Um, <laughs> you know, I could try calling him. Okay. Nah. There's only Hell, there's, I could try call it. Well, I've only got his uh, business phone number though, so it'd probably freak him out. Yeah, <laughs> probably get his. I think boss. his work was calling him. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bad. There, there's there are certain levels of dicketry I will not cross. Right now, yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. This time, <laughs> this time we'll we'll do that later. Anyway. Let me go ahead and get everything rolling because uh, we kind of need to do that for change. So, with five minutes on the clock, oh, this is going to be all kinds of fun. The five-minute freestyle is actually dedicated to Callie. Starts right now. So, I labeled this one Worf's Paradox. Now, if you had been reading the information for the episode in the show notes, I put a link to a clip from Star Trek Next Generation. Basically, it comes down to this. Q, the omnipotent, who can do anything he wants at, well, the snap of a finger or not, as the case may be. No, he's not part of the Marvel Cinematic... Well, actually, there was a crossover with Star Trek and Marvel, so yeah, I guess... All right, maybe he is just a really pissed-off and not purple-skinned 
anyway. So Q has his powers taken away from him. And he decided that where he wanted to spend his punishment time was with the crew of the Enterprise, with Jean-Luc Picard and company, because they were the closest thing to a friend he had. That doesn't say much. But then he finally blows up and basically yells and says, I am a completely mortal individual. What can I prove to you that I am honest and truly exactly what I claim to be? And Worf. It is not Wolf. It is Worf, madam. Worf, from the tactical railing with his arms crossed over his chest, simply announces the answer to the question of how can Q prove that he is actually mortal? Die. It's a simple answer. And it would be a simple way of proving the validity. Why did I choose that this time? Not simply because of the humor that's involved, but in the simplicity of the answer. It was a very clear answer. It was brilliant with only one small flaw. Yes, you can prove that you are mortal by dying, but the problem is after that, well, yeah, that kind of leaves a small problem of what do you do after that, uh, other than stink up the place when your um, anus releases its tension. That's, that's, that's not a good day for anybody around you, by the way, just, just so you know. The biggest problem of it all is once you've proven your assertion, what then? See, this is the problem that we end up having with people when we discuss a topic. As skeptics, we want to go ahead and we want to have the answer to, can you prove whatever it is that you're saying? And inevitably, when we're dealing with people who say, we have a God, could be a Hulk, it doesn't matter. If you say, I have blank in my corner, okay, can you prove it? You run into the problem, the paradox of yes or no. And don't give me any of this bullshit about, well, you're, you're trying to force me into a binary answer because the answer is either, can you prove it? Yes. Can you prove it? No. Can you prove it? Well, squash like grape. Some people get that reference. Can you prove it? That should be a deal breaker right there. Anytime you're dealing with something, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's about theology or about anything else. If you set down a marker and say this, Anybody should be able to say, can you prove it? And you should be able to say, yes. Because anything other than is a problem. Can you prove it? Can you prove that you're mortal? Yes. But I'm not going to because that would be um, me being dead. But you will have proved it. 
I have God on my side. I have a God, and this is a real God. Can you prove it? Well, I could, but, yeah, anything after yeah, but is bullshit. Just remember that. So if you want to go ahead and set down a line in the sand, you best be ready to go ahead and back it up. But remember, where you put that line in the sand could be a really bad spot. Because if you have to prove that you're mortal, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to have a bad day. Everybody else cleaning up after you, however, is. It's episode 214 on the docket, Your Honor. And yes, I actually did double check to make sure that I got the right numbers again. Extra, extra. Now, I had somebody who pointed out to me, and I talked about this on uh, Jake Four Wharton's show recently, uh, episode 456, 457, actually. It, it, figure that out later. There was another uh, another news report where guys had come out and said, we have a new test that can detect bits of genetic material, genetic markers in the bloodstream or a blood draw that can detect cancer maybe a decade ahead of any symptoms. All well and good. And I'm all for it, as you guys know full well, because I'm wearing the hat again, because ride for Roswell. But if there's one thing that I've learned over the years of being, you know, in the revenge business, as far as cancer is concerned, anytime there's a headline like this, I really have to temper it with what hasn't been said or what's being overpresented instead of actually explaining it correctly and putting it into correct context because, you know, headlines sell. So yeah, we're going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about the other ones that have come up over the years because there's always some new headline that's trying to sell you on stuff. Heretic Woman, I don't have any new news this week on Rafe Badawi, which, as usual, you know, we know for well is going to be more the uh, more the norm than anything else. Other than you know, again, Ontario went ahead and said yes, he's uh, honorary citizen, but that was uh, that was last week specifically, wasn't it? That was Montreal too, which is even kind of smaller. But I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to be a citizen of Ontario. I'd stay in Quebec if I was him. Well, if he got here, could uh, you know the the point of it is there's still more Nothing. and more groundswell. You know, oh to, yeah, to for bolster. sure, for sure, all the time. Yeah, but, um, at the moment, of course, as we know for well, you know, otherwise nothing new to report. I said it mm-hmm. before. That's unfortunately going to be far more the norm. As much as we hate it, the whole hurry up and wait. As of the recording of tonight's show, then, that puts us currently at five years, 11 months, and 23 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you. We're still waiting for you. We're still hoping. And I'm having a really hard time realizing that 
it's almost six years. Yeah. It is almost six years. Yep. Pathetic. Yeah. If there is any one shining silver lining to the whole damn thing, he has only received 50 lashes. Yes. That is the only good side of it all. Yes, for sure. And yeah, we will, uh, we're still hoping. On, on a lighter note, though, um, mm. not not to do with uh, Rafe, but uh, you may know that your um, um, guy in charge was in Quebec this past weekend for the uh, G6 Plus One Summit. Yep. And uh, there was a bit of tension with him and Trudeau over the whole metal tariffs and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Did, did you know Trudeau gave him a present? Uh, no. The really firm handshake <laughs> that was caught on camera? No, 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 no. not yet. Don't, don't leave the bit yet, because that's, that's something okay. else. But go ahead. Yeah. What, what no, um, he, he gave Trump a lovely framed photo <laughs> of the establishment that Trump's grandfather used to run in Quebec during Prohibition. <laughs> Except he wasn't selling just booze. It was a cat house. It was a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's called um, old money for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Here you go. <laughs> Nice. And apparently, um, or, 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 or as my Toronto friend likes to call him, Orangina, didn't know <clears throat> that that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Oh, um, hey, Beth is watching. Hi. Yes. Hi, Beth. Yes, and yeah, and then after the whole summit was over, um, you know, Trump agreed to whatever all the other leaders agreed to. And then as soon as somebody gave him a phone to tweet from, he said, Oh, guess what? Trump's a, or uh, Trudeau's a weenie and I'm mad because of the tariffs and I'm not going to endorse anything. Screw you. And of course, uh, was, did Trump claim that uh, Canada attacked the United States at one point? Oh yep. yes, that was I even better. That, that was even better. He he. So Trudeau and him had a, a phone call, and they say it got a little heated. And Trudeau's like, "How the hell can you say that we're a, a, a threat to your national security? Because that's the loophole that Trump is using to raise to raise tariffs on all of his allies." And Trump responded with, well, didn't you burn down the White House in the War of 1812? <laughs> Which really was... Wait, what? what? 1812. Yep. Canada didn't exist until 1867. So that was the British. Although we do have a tendency to take credit for that because <laughs> some of the same people did end up being Canadian at some point, but you know, yeah. uh, semantics, it was the British. And, and even funnier is the fact that, 
that even though it was still the War of 1812, when that happened, it was like 1814. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is another piece of all that. Um, if, uh, if Trump really wants to be worried about the the power, shall we say, of the Canadian military. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I submit to you a story that was told to me by a Canadian military person. Uh-huh. Please look up the story of the Battle of Vimy Ridge. We kicked ass. You most certainly did. Let me put it to you really quickly. If if memory serves, it was uh, it, wait a second. Was it World War One or two? Shoot, I'm two. forgetting. Two, two. Okay. Um, the Germans held Vimy Ridge. The Americans tried to storm it. Didn't happen. The Brits and a couple of other guys tried and get it. And the Canadians, who were kind of poo pooed at the time, were basically said. Um, Oh, we're wrong. It's the First World War. My bad. Oh, okay, uh, but it's still, still the same kind of groupings. Uh, the yep. French tried, and you know they did that. So the Canadians basically said, um, "Can we have a go?" I mean, anybody else want to have a go? <laughs> kids, go right ahead, kids. Uh, don't hurt yourselves too much. And they fucking stormed the castle and took Vimy mm-hmm. Ridge and put up there and basically said. Yeah, and? There you go. <laughs> you wanted this thing? There you got it. Got it. Yep. And by the way, did you know also, now I'm not sure the name of the battle, but we also kicked ass in Holland uh, during World War II and to the point where they actually have a tulip festival in honor of Canada and send us hundreds of thousands of tulips every year. In gratitude to this day. So yeah, Thank we you. we 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 get laughed at because we don't spend inordinate amounts of money on our military. And yes, the Seahawks are a big joke. I get it, but I've heard from many people that have served and that have served with Canadian people that our training is ridiculously good. And even and we don't necessarily need millions of dollars of military weaponry to achieve our goals. I'm just saying. Yep. And I've uh, I've spoken with a couple of guys in Canadian military uh, currently active. And I will I will not say anything further than that. I will, however, say that as far as to. Training. Yes, they they've absolutely concurred that the concentration is on excellent and above superiorly excellent, well-trained people as opposed to just throwing Zerg numbers at them. Mm -hmm. So keep that uh, keep that in mind. Now, uh, the other piece of that, because uh, because tech was kind of leaning on that, there is a uh, there is a very very th- now very memeified and famous photo, and and Bridget, you you better be on you better be on your uh, on game for this one. Okay. Emmanuel Macron, the oh, president of Macron, France, Macron 
uh, from France <laughs> went ahead and had a handshake. And I call it that very loosely because it was, um, <laughs> it, was, a it, was it was the claw. Um, the claw. Yeah. Ew. So short version, uh, the picture of the handshake and the immediately following handshake shows <laughs> the 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 color of Mr. Trump's very tiny masculated hands uh, show an indentation, a difference in color in the skin. Now, some have said that it was basically a death grip getting one up on him, which for those of you that remember those, those flexy things for your hand, yeah, I would love for that to have been the case. But uh, there are other people who have said that that something like that is an indication of possible medical problems. Now, some people to 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 kind of put you along on this one, Bridget. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the items was the possibility of being dehydrated. Well, he does have trouble sipping water from a bottle. We've <laughs> oh, yeah, even after he made fun of other people for having the same problem. Yeah, the the guy looks like he's. Uh, the the last time we tried to sip a water out of a bottle, it was like, dude, look, are 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 you gonna like give that bottle a blowjob, or are you gonna drink some water from it? <laughs> it's like I, seriously, I, you you don't make love to it on camera unless you're being paid extra for that. I particularly yeah. like this picture where it looks like Macron is uh, winking at everyone. I kind of like, <laughs> I kind of like how it looks like he's winking and Trump's going. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I mean, it looks like a case of edema to me. Uh, there's something called pitting edema, where if you push the skin in for a few seconds, it doesn't pop back, and the tissue around it looks kind of reddish, and the indentation can look kind of yellowish, and that's what it looks like is going on to me. Now, let's be uh, let's let's be sure that we're upfront. Don't take medical advice from a podcast. podcast. I think it's too many cheeseburgers and and French fries myself. (laughs) So uh, loosely translated, um, it could be that Macron went ahead and put the claw on him. It could be that um, our president of Big Macs is not good. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's entirely possible. So um, if he has some bloating from sodium. Yeah. It, it, it could be, could be from um, how many? Uh, has anybody been keeping track of uh, how many fillet fishes he's had today? I mean, you, you guys, you guys do have fillet fish up there in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Quebec. We do, right? yes. Okay. I don't. I, that would be le, le fillet de poisson. <laughs> of course, it would be. Yeah, I'm just saying. If well, the, they're if in the Quebec. Guy is used you know. to using his hands to for grabbing somebody by the pussy. He probably doesn't have the strength necessary for a firm handshake. Well, I don't know if you can see in this picture, but it's say it right about where my 
Yeah, it was a thumbprint left in the top of his hand. <laughs> yeah, and on the bottom of his hand, the uh, the yeah. over fingers, fingers. Yeah. were indented yeah. there too. So yeah. that's why I'm saying. I mean, looking at it, I really kind of wonder if it wasn't a uh, completely just claw. Wait a minute. I think it's both. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You can see from the here. Here, fine. Oh, look. Go ahead. Count. <laughs> I shut some before we went on to. Wait, is that Pornhub? No. No. I don't think. Oh, Red Tube, got it. Right. No, I don't listen to or watch Red Tube. Wait a minute. YouTube. You've, got, you've got nine YouTube videos open on your. No, one, on. two, three, four, five, six. How's it not crashing? Uh, six, yeah, good point. I got a shit ton of memory in this puppy. Yeah, that'll do too. All I right. can run all that plus Spreaker and XSplit and all the other stuff. Yeah, she's got all the gigawatts. Yeah, I does. I does. We do that. And now uh, Trippin, Trippin's got an interesting idea. He went for the pressure points. Ooh, mm. that would have been even better. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just put it this way. And, and again, reprefacing as don't take medical advice from a podcast. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this over to the medical expert in the group. Um, so Bridget, really quickly, uh, if if Macron was going to go for a, um, a a chi point that we would typically otherwise expect to be used with, you know, like um, uh, w- what is that human needle point thing called again? Acupuncture. Uh, acupuncture. There we go. Needlepoint. Um, <laughs> I set that up intentionally. The uh, okay. So, would there be anything wrong with um, using slightly larger needles uh, on the skin? Uh, I'm thinking specifically of uh, I don't know using a, a, a pneumatically powered uh, nail gun to, <laughs> to put them in. Is there anything wrong with that necessarily? <laughs> three, inch, three inch spikes. Hey, look! Here's a chakra point. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I kind of wish that that provincial premiers normally met foreign dignitaries, which they don't unless they're coming to their province. But, you know, I, I, I would love to see that look on Ford's face. I, you know, like Monsieur Macron, yeah. <laughs> Monsieur, Monsieur Ford, enchanté. <laughs> well, it's just too bad that he didn't break any carpal bones or phalanges or anything like that. It's just too bad. Yeah, there were there were some people, there were some people who were saying that would have been that would have been friggin' amazing. If he had met somebody who was into uh rock climbing, oh crushed his hand. No. Like <laughs> okay, so uh I just they would I have just, been declared a uh a, 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 a traitor to the state even if they weren't American and he would have had them uh anything contrary to the point would have been fake news. And then he went and had him locked up in Gitmo and said, what a wonderful uh, time people are doing down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, apparently uh, a shell shucker would have probably had the power in his hand normally anyway. Some people understand what that is. Oh, the rest yeah. of you got dirty minds. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's also come to my attention that um, trying to do acupuncture with a nail gun runs the, runs the risk of of infection, which I did not think about. So, okay. Oh, what, if you, what if you run the nails through an autoclave first? Eh, that'd be okay. You Unless it's on the skin, then eh. All you have to well. do is heat them up to about 1,500 degrees, 
Fahrenheit, and they'll be sterile. But they'll even, even cauterize the wound. And they'll go in faster. Exactly. <laughs> they'll melt through and cauterize the wound. Last chance of infection. But they could break, though. It weakens them. Yeah. So you tone down the compressor. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> That's just... Don't take... Uh, wait. Uh, don't take medical advice for a podcast. No, don't take instruction <laughs> advice from a podcast. So, <laughs> there's, there's a new one right there. Because uh, anybody that needs to be hit together with a clue by four, I'm pretty sure that we can supply one. Yeah. So let's... okay. So, so 1500 degrees is a little high. Stephanie's like, yeah, a little melt soft, makes the metal soft. So I don't know, thousand. Yeah, but. Uh, Beer fuel doesn't just, get just, that just hot, till so. they get pink. Just till I'd they get still, a bit. I'd still go with the autoclave option. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's that a works. lot. That's a lot easier to work with. You could so, always like dip them in morphine or something, but yeah, <laughs> you could. But yeah, that's 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 addictive stuff, and we don't want to we don't want to go ahead and use that. So uh, unless you can get morphine over the counter and ca- you know what? No, we're talking on this <laughs> side, so we'll, we'll leave that. A- he could just sprinkle it on his on his uh, filet de poisson. <laughs> moving along, moving along. Okay, so, all right, so, like I was saying earlier, no, it's not warmed up enough yet. So we'll go a little bit longer. Um, all right, so like I was saying, uh, headlines as far as to uh, especially medical stuff over the years, yeah, there, there's there's always going to be something new that's going to come out that says we've got this great new thing and it's exactly what we've been looking for and two weeks later, finally the, the I, I don't like to say mainstream media, but the more visible media who's got the largest voices NPR, ABC, CBS CNBC uh, CBC IRQ, PDF, I don't know, whatever the hell. And they they eventually get around to saying, okay, this new treatment option has been coming along. This new detection system is coming along. However, it is in blah state and it's being used on blah in order to figure it out and it seems to be good. And human trials will be possibly forthcoming Q4. You know, stuff like that to, mm-hmm. to temper what it actually is. And we've heard these things time and time and time again, because over and over, I mean, I, I have a lot of people who are looking out for me and go ahead and say, Hey, have you seen whatever the new one is? And the one that tends to come up a lot because it keeps making the rounds is the one where they say, we're finding ways of tricking the body's own immune system to target cancer cells which is an exceedingly difficult thing because cancer cells are still can are still cells from the body and they're not necessarily seen as foreign agents, even though they're kind of are they're they're the zombie apocalypse happening. And well, you know, you don't want to shoot your own you don't want to shoot Fluffy after he's been bitten in and you don't want to put a bullet in his brain because I mean it's fluffy, he's fine still. Yeah, he just wants to play. You, well, some of it does actually seem to help uh, considerably. Uh, there are some newer drugs like Opdivo and Keytruda and things like that that do work as um, you know immune system stimulants that are used in chemotherapy now. 
and they use the T cells to target certain, um, I don't know if you want to call it, you know, like a lock and key mechanism on some types of cancer. Um, there are specific types that it works on, um, but it's starting to be covered by insurance because it, it has shown medical evidence of being effective. It doesn't cure it, but it will slow it down a lot. Yeah. And the, but it's expensive as hell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now the one in particular, okay. Backtracking just a second. The lock and key system is much less metaphor than one might think. Cancer is, oh, cancer, air quotes, cancer, is <laughs> an umbrella term for a lot of different types of, um, I don't want to call it an ailment and I don't want to call it a disease. It's a, it's a genetic mutation that happens in various bodies and it, it happens it happens in almost all living creatures to the best of my knowledge there are versions of cancer that happen in trees let that sink in for a couple of seconds while i'm kind of gathering things for a second but the idea of a lock and key system for treatments is far less metaphor than reality because Everyone's genetics is slightly different, and there are so many different locations where cancer can begin. Mm -hmm. it, there are certain things that are the same from version to version, from person to person, but then there are other pieces that are different because everybody's genetics are slightly different. So finding that one key for that one lock is not an easy thing, as I've talked about before. Avastin worked on my wife's cancer. We found out, unfortunately, too late, but it worked like... I Screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll drop another F-bomb. I don't care. It worked like fucking gangbusters. But we found out too late. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I've, I've said it before. Had we had that a year in advance, might still have her today. But there's no way of going back and really figuring that part out. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is that this takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. And where for my wife's cancer, Avastin worked, maybe not so much on the next person, but at least it's, mm -hmm. it's as I've said on many other occasions, is a stepping stone towards maybe something that will end up working. Now, the T-cell thing is a piece that has, like I said, has popped up from time to time. People keep pointing me to it because they know full well uh, I'm the revenge business. Mm -hmm. But we we still end up having to deal with, does it work? Yes. Well, it depends on the type of cancer, and that's where genetic testing comes in. And if you have these certain receptors, then... It will be approved for those uses. If you don't have those certain receptors, then insurance says it's not medically necessary. It's experimental. So they are starting to find evidence that in some cases, the things like Keytruda and Opdivo do work. But it's only for very specific, narrow situations. Yeah, in order to figure part of this out, 
you literally have to get a biopsy of the cancer, mm-hmm. hoping that it is the right one. The idea that you could have multiple types in some of these bodies mm-hmm. scary, to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. And literally break it down in order to sequence it genetically. Yeah, which is what they're doing. Yep. And that's a, that's a different piece than the headline I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the fact that this is something that can be done, regardless of how expensive it is, is... You know, there, there's probably going to be a lot of F-bombs tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Only because you, you will see why. What we're talking about, genetically sequencing a diseased cell in order to find out its genetic markers, to find out which treatments fit those genetic markers, there is no other way I can describe it. And please forgive me, your virgin ears, it's fucking science fiction to me. We live in a fucking science fiction age in a lot of this stuff. And it's still only going to get better. Yeah. But in other ways, a lot of the science gets distorted because of headlines that say, we found this cure for blah, blah, blah. And then you find out, oh, it works in a Petri dish. Or in a well, mice. And, and well, then when you get... You know, listen to me. Oh, my God. Did I just actually say that? God <laughs> damn it. I said in a mice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That is, I did not nearly drink enough for this to be no. to me. No. <laughs> but it, it's also frustrating when you get these people who are like, Big Pharma is hiding the cure for cancer because they want to make money off of sick uh, it's like, I want to slap the no shit out of those people. Cure for cancer. There's no one cancer. Like, get a grip, people. Hundreds um, of them. Yeah, so. like, learn some. Fucking science before you see even breast cancer. I mean, you have you know receptors on there that's either you know human estrogen positive or negative, and that makes a Mm -hmm. difference. Yeah, and uh, for anybody that wants to go down that road, uh, go back through our archive and see when we talked about exactly that with uh, somebody that knows a little something about law. I'm sure we'll figure out who the hell it was a little bit later anyway (laughs) but the um the headline is true and beth has got a good point um spending money needlessly based on a story such as esthios uh oh as this sorry i'm assuming that that's what you wrote and, and you just kind of typoed it. Sorry. Sorry, I, I read it as, as got it. Yeah, so I was right. Uh, spending money needlessly based on a story such as this. And yeah, this is something that it, it has unfortunately happened where, you know, the, and, and we kind of talked about that, where a treatment is suddenly the big thing and it's the, the hammer and everything looks like a nail. The idea of, scooping out pieces of people's brains because it worked nicely to quell people who were violent. It's, uh, that's kind of a black, uh, a black mark on the medical industry. And I'm just glad that such doesn't happen anymore. 
that's a whole other thing. But it's good to know that the attention does come up from time to time to let people know there is another thing that has shown promise. Now, I would not have nearly the problem that I have with a lot of this shit if the headlines had actually, if the headline said shows promise is in testing, is in advanced testing to at least give the opinion of this is looking good and here's what they're working on and yeah. we'll see what happens later. But right now it's a promising prospect. Yeah. I'm realizing I'm, I'm talking a lot more than I normally do. Can't imagine That's why. Okay. Cancer, you know, cancer stories. Me talking a lot about cancer. Imagine that. Oh, God, I'm sorry. You know, it's it's kind of your show. <laughs> it, it it is, but you you know you know full well how I feel about it being air quotes my show as opposed to yes. you know, it's, it's about all of us. But the, I know, can, yeah, cancer tends to be kind of um, my wheel. Well, and and in fairness, I have been very lucky that I have not been directly affected by cancer by anyone. So yeah, knock on Formica for that one. I don't have a whole lot of insight into that so yeah it's okay and uh beth as far as your typing is concerned don't don't, don't worry about it i read typo ease it may take me one or two runs through to figure it out don't and, worry and, and it. i even read beth typo yeah. so there you go all good <laughs> so i think i think the biggest problem that i've got with uh with these stories and um and uh, you guys i mean Feel free to, to to have out on this one. The the sensationalism of a news headline. There are there are so many times where it's overplayed to one extreme or another, and it's really hard a lot of times to really get the to get the right feel for what the story actually is. Because the headline is supposed to be out there to sell well, newspapers or sell subscriptions or, or sell mm -hmm. downloads or something. And I think that's something that um, is, an, I hate to say it, is kind of a necessary evil. It's hard to remember sometimes that these headlines are out there to sell newspapers or subscriptions or downloads or, or something because without that money coming in, you can't pay the people who are actually writing the stories and investigating the news. And it becomes a whole big vicious cycle and circle because, well, if we don't have the money, we can't pay the people to do the reporting. And if we can't pay the people to do the reporting, we don't have anything to report. So we kind of need for you to buy stuff so that we can pay for the stuff that you're buying. Some people call that the self-licking ice cream cone. Usually that's a reference to an aircraft carrier, but that's, a, that's an Air Force thing. <laughs> Bridget would know nothing about that, right? <laughs> yeah, the Air, Air Force playing, playing games with the, the 
Navy. I, I, I fought the war on Tooth Decay valiantly. <laughs> you know what? All right, hold on a second. Because you... I spoke. <laughs> no, no, no. I've spoken before how in the little town where I live, the... I'm kind of separated from from the town because I'm kind of in between two towns, but that's a that's a whole other thing. the The main town, shall we say, where the school is, there were a number of houses that had the little the little signs, you know, with the, with the with the two metal pokes on there, that were decrying. The evils of fluoridation. And I'm breaking this up because there are there are groups who put out whatever their little magazine is, whatever the little flyer is with their big headlines for things specifically like fluoridation is poison and illegal and immoral. Read all about it here. And maybe it doesn't have to be a, a. It doesn't have to be an article. I mean, it doesn't have to be a physical piece. It could be just an online article on a, on a website. You had to have seen, Bridget. You have to have seen so many of these crackpots who are touting all kinds of all kinds of bullshit from from the homeopaths to the fluoride. Denialists. What, what, what is even the, the right name for these morons? Other than morons, <sighs> naive dipshits. I don't know. I'll go with it. I'll go with dipshit. Dipshit's good. I'll go with that. So yeah, all of these people who are like, yeah, cannabis can cure cancer, and eating clean, and you know, ugh, all that crap. And uh, detoxifying your body is, yeah. is good for your brain and, and all that crap. But there's always going to be somebody that is looking to sell some woo, some some crap, because um, P.T. Barnum. For those of you that don't remember, P.T. Barnum famously is credited as having said, there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah, because fluoridation is evil. And back into the cancer thing, there, there, there are all of these things that you can eat for a different balance in your diet. And by balance, I mean pH balance in order to make your body more acidic so that cancer can't grow. What have we learned from our medical texts about acidifying the body's internal workings? That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that's not advisable. No, it's it's even it's even worse than that. Um it's it's a hard thing to do by changing your diet. Kitty. Dip damn near impossible to Oh yes, there it is. There's the kitty. Is he being served? Um, yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> Mr. Humphreys is going to bed, though. <laughs> Very good. And, uh, yeah, Beth... Beth pretty much got it right, and I didn't even think about that. The, the obvious one. Uh, they're not freaking morons. They're conspiracy theorists. 
The simple one. I completely blew past that one. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Hello to tech. Hello, tech. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Kitty interlude. So anyway, um, so the headlines come out, they, they, they overblow whatever the story is. And then we end up seeing the stuff on our own social media. And we have to basically tell people. It's not done a, yet. No, it, it's yeah. even worse than that. Yeah, Tech, how many times have you had to basically tell people avocado man don't know shit? Um, you know, I get excited by these headlines. I really do. Uh, I remember the one many years ago about the 14 year old girl who got into college because she was wicked smart, you know, and she was doing biochemistry and all this other biology stuff, human body, things like that. And she figured out that putting these really small quantities of gold into the target site of where a tumor or cancerous uh, mass was would cause the treatments that they had. Specific, uh, it, it was a, they didn't mention what treatment it was, just one of the uh, medicinal, uh, one of the chemical treatments where they inject the, uh, target the chemicals there and the chemicals basically destroy the cancer, but they have a tendency to run amok destroying anything else when they go throughout the system. Well, the putting the quantity of gold into the site, it attracted the um, um, the chemicals and caused them to linger around the tumor or cancerous mass for longer periods of times, rather than immediately starting to disperse with the flow of everything else. And I'm thinking to myself, this girl deserves a prize, like. You know, the, the kind of prize where you get like a, a international award and ceremony and everything else. Because she just took a very highly precious, what human beings consider to be a precious metal. Uh, which is actually just something very extremely versatile. Um, and figured out, hey, we can make this treatment more effective. You know, less likely to have nasty side effects or at least limit uh, how bad the side effects are going to be because you're limiting um, the dispersal rate of the, uh, the chemicals. And I got real excited because the way the title was and the, how the article started, but the more I read, the more I read, the more I read, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a long time before they allow testing in humans. And then I see other things too as well. You know, this, that, and the other thing tested mice. Okay, that's a mouse. That's not a human. But it's gives hope. And that's what they're doing. They're doing these headlines where, okay, we've got this little bit of hope here. We've got this little bit of hope here and there and so on and so forth. Let's blow it up to make it sound it's like right around the corner. And I fall for it every time. Now, my grandmother died of, of cancer. You know, she went. It was hard on her. It, you know, I was... Um, I was depressed, but I was also slightly glad that she wasn't suffering anymore. She had one of the nastier ones that just attacked everything in the body. And, um, you know, it gives me, it, I, I, my hopes soar every time I read a, a new headline about some kind of cancer treatment. 
And I even forward you a couple of them. Yep. But you know that that hope and, and excitement is tempered by the rea- the the. I'm sorry, my brain is trying to brain and my mouth is trying to mouth, but they're kind of conflicting a little bit right now. So bear with me. <laughs> um, I have to temper them with reasoning and logic. Going, yes, this whatever they did was promising, but no matter what these things are that they do, it still has to get passed by the FDA or board of doctors. And, you know, there's, there's moral and ethical dilemmas based on what, how the treatment is used and, and what it could do. And it's rough. It's a very rough thing for somebody who's in the know. Now imagine you've got all your friends on Facebook who they just jump, they see the headline, it's become their de facto statement. We have the cure for cancer, it's right around the corner. Obviously, uh, pharmaceutical companies don't want this to happen. That's why we don't have it yet. You know, or things like that. It's like no. Or the one I love is they found the cure for cancer decades ago, but they won't tell you. Oh. I think the funniest one I heard for that was somebody said that the if you want to know whether or not they have the cure for cancer, look at Air Jordan. Pardon? Air Jordan? Yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I know. The basketball player. Yeah, yeah. He had HIV. Yeah. Yeah. He's not not cancer. He's still alive, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but that was. Or, I'm sorry. The cure for uh, if the cure for AIDS, uh, look at Air Jordan, and you'll see that that that's proof that the pharmaceutical companies don't want you to have the cures to all the diseases that we have, like AIDS, and cancer, and so on and so forth. Well, so you, which you is see how, a load of crap, of right, course, because everybody's immune system is different. Yeah, and I mean there have been lots of people that have HIV that have now lived for many years on the right medication and you know yeah, the right serious. getting getting medication yeah issue for him exactly for him like at more out of anybody to get the right medication and afford exactly what they prefer him to take is a no-brainer the average person Either they they may not have insurance, so they gotta fight with Medicaid, or they have insurance, but they gotta fight with their insurance company. And if you remember what uh, Doctor Schloss told us, how he the these bean counters try to dictate to him, the doctor, what he's allowed to prescribe, which is bullshit. You know, like, and that happens in IT too. And it's like, no, you can't buy that new uh, blade server. Um, we're taking on this much workload or, or the, the system is taking on this much of a workload. If we don't get it, the system isn't going to be able to handle the workload. Well, you've got some duct tape, figure out how to get it done. Like paper, no. trail, paper trail. When it crashes, it's your fault. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sorry to, sorry to bust in over here, but um, uh, Beth just gave uh, a, a, That's a, good a, one. a correction. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much. Beth is correcting us. It is not. Um, what did I say? You had said. Oh, uh, not Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. It was Magic. Yeah, not Jordan. Magic Johnson. Sorry. Right. I'm not. A, yeah. I'm not sports savvy. I yeah, really so am not. A, yeah, I'm not a sports ball kind of gal either. The, but I. So I. I, I like her people. other point though. The cure for cancer. So Steve's Jobs couldn't afford it. 
If anybody was going to get the cure out of somebody, it would have been him. He had the money. Oh, don't forget, that guy, when um, when he had, uh, what was it? I think it was prostate cancer. Yeah. That killed him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a point where he gave up on regular doctors. He gave, yeah, gave he up on that. The and, and he started doing all the woo stuff. And it's like, um, okay, I understand that you're looking, grasping at straws. But if you're going to give up on medicine itself, you're not going to have the help that medicine can provide. And you're going to pay the price for that. And that's why one of the reasons why whenever I hear somebody say, oh, people (laughs) shouldn't have um, uh, vaccinations because they cause autism. I was like, so are you saying that um, you think that, you know, the, the, what the doctors that the medicine is uh uh bad that it's full of you know it it doesn't work and uh because you know if it doesn't work maybe you should just pray instead of going to see a doctor you you're you're going to help everybody out in that you're going to help the medical community you're going to help uh you know uh the oxygen content in the atmosphere you're going to help the the little microbes in the ground that are going to eat your corpse you know, little things like that. You know, think of the worms. Come on. Think of the worms. By the way, we, we got that wrong, too. It wasn't prostate. It was pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Yes. And and I'm not afraid to be wrong. I really am not also, afraid to be wrong. And I'm also Acharya, not afraid to be called out on it. Acharya, who was uh, also a Jesus mythicist author, she got cancer and went all woo-woo and died within a year. And Stephanie pointed out Douglas Adams gave up when his cancer was treatable and went to the woo-woo crap. And we don't we have him anymore either. Yes. Yeah. Well, too, Acharya was brilliant. Yeah. See, you know? here's the thing. I can understand if somebody um, was dying of cancer and they exhausted every single off uh, thing that medical science had to offer and and, and and medical science said, look, the only thing we can do is give you about another year uh, of no pain, but that's it. You yes. are going to die. And this is all we have to offer. It's like, okay, at that point, try drinking your different teas. Try to mm-hmm. drink eating your berries and nut combinations unless, of course, you're allergic to them. You know, uh, food allergies in the house. You know, yeah. Um, you know, go ahead and do that shit, but don't, don't yeah, stop like, until you've exhausted all your options that medical science has to offer, because you, mm-hmm. you don't know which ones are going to work, because we are not doctors, and our understanding of the human body and its complications, our understanding of what is available, what works, what doesn't work, why it works the way it does, why it doesn't work the way it does what we have to do to make something work that wasn't previously working or make something more effective changes it, it every year, uh, sometimes by the month. So don't give up. Don't give, don't, don't. Yeah. Like try different things if life. you want, but don't stop with the traditional yeah. stuff. We, you know, have, unless... we have one life to live. Mm-hmm. And if you know that your one life is getting ended shortly, you should be fighting for every single day. 
Yeah, and, and it depends, you know, if it, if it gets to the point where the quality is not there and there's no hope for improvement, that I can completely understand. And there's I'm been an advocate lot. for death for dig- death with dignity. Death, dignity, yes. yes. There, there's been a number of stories about that recently because we've only just legalized that in Canada. So the those stories are are being told now, and well, there was a um, there was a, a fellow. Uh, I can't remember if he was Canadian or American. No, sorry, he was Australian. In Australia, yes. they don't have it. He was like what ninety four or something, yep. and he was like, "I'm just, I'm done, I'm just done," and he yeah, went he, um... over. Switzerland and and ended his life there. The problem was is that um, if I if I remember correctly, I'm sure Bethel helped fact check me on this one. The guy was a professor at a some kind of yes. university or college. Yes, and was. for a time there, they took him. They wanted him to retire, and so he did. But he came back. I like kind of working that. for kind of work for, work well. In any case, any yeah. they wanted him to go away. I don't know what the reasoning was. I don't know if they want him to retire or if they want him to quit or if they want him to whatever. Um, they wanted him bye bye. He came back, did some stuff voluntarily. I, I think it was, but eventually they took away his ability to do the thing that he loved the most there at the university, and. Right he claimed that that was part of his decision was the fact that he couldn't do what he loved anymore. Right. And that therefore his life was basically done. Well, and at 94, I mean, what are you going to retrain? You know, what, what are you going to learn? You know, you could conceivably learn something different, but do you have the energy and the motivation and the will to do that? Well, you know, if I was no. at 94 and a bunch of people made me quit doing what I loved, the first thing I would do is I would learn pottery. Yeah. Because then there I would go, go make ceramic dildos for all of them. This <laughs> and there you go. To go you fuck made me lose what, you yep. made me lose what I love. Here's a box of go fuck yourself. Yep. Was, there you go. That. So uh, you a couple go. of items, well, I, by mm-hmm. the way, from, uh, from the chat. Uh, Beth, sorry, guys. This is something I write about. And heretic woman, you're right. Don't be sorry. We like the interaction. It makes us feel warm and squishy inside. Don't be sorry. Any opportunity for us to learn is a good thing. She gets worried she talks too much. She don't talk enough. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, Just type slower. You'll be fine. (laughs) Perfectly fine. And stop stuttering in your text messages. Cut that out. Now, there's something like, that uh, there's I love that, you, Beth. <laughs> there's something that Bridget had shared uh, a uh, a web page that's got some information from uh, ONC Live, which is Oncology Live, I believe is what it is. I didn't double check that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But um, Bridget, I want you. I want you to. Uh, I want you to take a look back over at it because I'm going to read for you guys. The second paragraph from this article, the second, the second paragraph, yes, yeah, second, second paragraph from this article, which is about uh, T cell use. Don't necessarily need to know exactly what that means, guys, but I want you guys to listen to 
what this paragraph says. I'm going to read it verbatim. It says this, quote, and yes, I will have this linked in the in the show notes so you guys can take a look at it later. And uh, actually, uh, somebody could put the put the link over in the live chat, too, for the guys anyway, just for the hell of it. It says this, quote, Endurability findings from the Zuma 1 and Transcend studies, 1 and 2, a three-month cutoff was established for response with more than 80% of responding patients continuing to stay in remission. Furthermore, findings from a Phase 1-2 JCAR-014 trial helped establish serum LDH levels pre- pre- Lymphodepletion. <laughs> Lymphodepletion, thank you. As a symbol of complete remission, CR, and a specific cytokine. Yeah? Yeah. Cytokine. Got that one. Fuck you. Sorry. Signature as a predictor of long-term outcomes. Three and four. Now, for those of us that don't know exactly what this means. Now, I, I could explain it, but I've got you on for a medical person for a reason. In a nutshell, what did they basically say? In in, in a way that other people can explain it, because I, it, it would take me too long to explain it, because I, I, I understand about all this stuff. Um, basically, during their trials, uh, 80% of their patients uh, responded well, to you know, so, some of these um, in some of these studies, and they're looking for you know certain things or uh, benchmarks as to who these things would work or who these uh, treatments would work on, and. <sighs> They're, you know, it's still it's still a work in progress, but they are coming along with it. Actually, you you, you probably put that out better than I could. That's just, thank you. For, I don't know. I don't know. Jack should have been. So here's 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 the reason why I wanted to kind of put that out there. If some of this, okay, I'm going to use a very disparaging term. Please understand the the, the why I'm putting it this way. If some of this techno garble had been used in the headline, most, I, I would say probably 90% of people, the general public, would have no freaking idea what the JCAR 014 trial was. Would have no idea what Zuma 1 was, other than perhaps a drink that is no longer um, <laughs> manufactured. <laughs> You're welcome. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you're my people. You know what? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I've warmed it up enough with my hand, and we'll try another <laughs> sip and see what happens. But even not knowing enough about the technical part of this, finding a piece like this could have been used, for instance, to say that whatever this T cell uh, treatment was, that. 80% of responding patients continue to stay in remission. That is a direct quote from that. And that could have been lifted and used 
and probably end up used out of context. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is in this particular in in this particular paragraph, does it specifically state, Bridget, who the patients are, i.e., their species? No. So it is possible taking just this one paragraph and could be saying that these are mice, for instance. I mean, it's not, though. I mean, it indicates patience. You see, now, 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 now you're leading the bit just a little bit. You know, you're pain in my ass. You really are. It does say patients. It does. It does. It patient populations. And and I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that out. Yes, that yes, there they do talk about patients, but a piece of information that's not there is, and and admittedly, there's good goddamn reason, the number of patients, because the number in a study is massively important and that's something that also can be glossed over now for instance uh they've got 80 percent of responding patients continue to stay in remission now um 80 percent of responding patients but it doesn't say how many patients started and how many patients were responding only that of those that responded 80 percent stayed in remission over the three months, which is admittedly not exactly a long cutoff, but I mean, there, there are, there are different slices of data that are simply not present in this specific paragraph. And these would be important pieces of data to add into it all, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would figure that you'd kind of fill in a, a little bit further about, about that. Cause yeah, I mean, just. Well, I'm trying to look and see if there's anything in these, uh, in these oh, studies so that indicate how many people you're, you're reading ahead so that you could actually better God, see you're, you're the responsible one. There. Thank you. <laughs> see, I give you, see, I guys, I give, I give her shit because she, there's a lot of times she doesn't chime in on stuff and I got, it's like pulling teeth on this woman, ironically enough. And I, you know, I, I, <laughs> There are times when I I think that she's just kind of hanging back and kind of being not, and it's it's just a matter that she's actually weeding ahead so that she knows what the hell she's talking about. So you know, who, whose fault is that? It's all mine. So yeah, and Beth is having a good time. But you know what? Yeah, and Beth is also specifically mentioning something that I was also going to bring into this. Beth is saying that would be the quote. N number, if noted, the sample yeah. size. We have to have Michael Marshall on so we can talk about exactly this kind. Okay, of thing. so it's eighty-seven patients. Has <laughs> relapsed refractory B cell malignancies. Okay. And so looking at the serum LDH and uh, the ones that you know have the the one that they're looking for had a better response. Um, so yeah, I'm still reading. <laughs> no, that's, that's okay. Um, sorry, not sorry. No, 
definitely not sorry. Um, believe it or not, this beer tastes a little bit better now that it's warmed up a little bit. Mm. Well, the, I was, the, was told that warm beer was gross just in general, but there, there are certain things that when you cool them off and to, before consuming them, it significantly changes the flavor. Uh, in many cases, actually dampening the true flavor of it. Mm. Right. Uh, uh, ice cream, for example, if it's uh, too cold, you can actually lose out on a lot of the flavors. Well, isn't that because of brain freeze? No, not so much. It's uh, more of what your taste buds are able to deal with in terms of right. uh, detecting uh, flavors and everything else. Okay. I don't know. I, now, granted, I've grown up with rednecks who drink beer, but they always were like, "Ew, gross, warm beer. But Beth even says it depends on the beer, so yeah. I don't know. So, um, it tastes better. I've actually got a little bit of coffee taste, finally. So, um... I told you I was willing to try a little bit, uh, but now I've got that aftertaste again. That's happening again. Okay, that's yeah. That's 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 enough of that. No, ser ser seriously, there's, there's a certain yeah. point where no, no, no. Yeah. I believe it. I, I believe it. I'm just I'm just laughing because I can't get past the smell of beer. So yeah, that's it's, it's, it's funny. Oh, no, this this piece of this piece is interesting. That they're looking at molecular subtypes to predict adverse effects from, you know, whatever treatment. Um, and that they found 119 genes that were differently expressed between those with, like, very minimal neurotoxicity versus patients with severe toxicity. That's kind of interesting. And, by the way, those of you that are uh, live chatting right now, yeah, I put the link over in the... Uh, uh, in the chat for you guys to take a quick look at that too. Uh, for anybody that wants to, I don't know, try to, to make heads or tails out of it. If you're chip. Oh, I was going to say Trippin says it's sad when a beer needs a chaser. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't. It looks don't like know. this might be beyond a chaser Trippin, but that yeah. face he's making. Uh... Yeah. yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got, that aftertaste is still in there. It's not Maybe a good. You. Yeah. So yeah, that one's. Maybe you should go get something to wash it down with. Yeah, I could go and get some tang, but that would mean that I'd have to leave you guys. And I, I don't, I don't trust you guys not to break my set. So. Just, just, just hand over control to one of us. We'll be fine. Oh yeah, like I'm gonna. Tr well, actually, I'm gonna have to do that soon. You can hand it over to me. I'll fall asleep, and that way, nothing will get turned off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a big uh, negatory on that one. <laughs> Good try. Anyway, so well, you, you could give it to everybody, and then it just yeah. Wow, yeah, that's free for all. That's gonna work. It would be administrator games. You thought <laughs> the Hunger Games were bad? You can. Somebody's do gonna lose first. a porn collection. <laughs> nope, I'm not gonna have that happen. All right, so. All right, so let me let me let me cut it back up a second, because de um, dealing with this headlines, like I said, it's kind of it's kind of tough to know what part of the headline you should be paying attention to and how deep do you really need to go into in order to figure out you know where the where the truth of the whole damn thing is. It's, uh, remember, it's never just a tip. It it <laughs> isn't, and I'm I I use the 
I, I'm, I'm mixing the metaphor at this point to go with the idea of the tip of the iceberg. The study that was supposedly out uh, some couple of years ago that was saying things like red wine has stuff in it that's good for your heart. Dark chocolate can help people lose weight. Uh, there was some, uh, there was some other thing. I, I can't, I can't even remember what the hell it was. And some other thing, but these were headlines that were based off of real scientific papers and completely misrepresenting what was actually said. For instance, yes, there are some chemicals in red wine that can help the muscles of the heart, but you would be blitzed off of your ass every day if you were to drink red wine in order to get the amount that would be necessary to do it, which uh, I, I don't know about anybody, but I'm pretty sure wine drunk is a really bad drunk. And I'm thinking your liver might be protesting after a while. Yeah, there, there, there lies another problem. Um, dark chocolate has stuff that's good for helping people to uh, lose weight. Yeah, that was kind of not exactly because it it was partially self-reported stuff, which we know full well. Self-reported anything is kind of hinky at best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, for those of you that are Catholic, uh, bless me, Father Fry, I've sinned. It's been uh, two two months since my last confession. No, I, I haven't had anything happen up until this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know you, you Catholics and ex-Catholics kind of squirm in your seat right now going, no, no, no I, I never did. <clears throat> I never did that. Mm. No. Remind me after the show to tell you about the uh, Catholic I went a few rounds with yesterday. <laughs> this ought to be fun. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, again, Beth, you know, you're right on the money on this one. Basically, what the article is showing is that research still continues in battling cancer. They're not yep. jumping on the bandwagon saying that it's a cure, but with further research, the promise may, all capital letters may, may be there and that's as it should be and uh, truth be told the uh, by the way the headline on the particular article that's linked says asco which i'm i'm not going to pronounce it as osco because i don't think that that's how it's supposed to be asco which is a, a an initialization i don't know what it means ASCO studies refine CAR T, C A R T, cell use. What does that all mean? To people who are not in the medical, it doesn't mean a lot. I have some knowledge of T cell use, but that's only because I don't. I've only been involved in, in so much as people forwarded stuff to me and I've read it and it's like, oh. Okay, I kind of know what this is all about. Uh, sort of, a little bit. I, I, I know what it's supposed to be. Kind of. I'm a little bit more than armchair uh, medical, but only just... 
I've only just like started to lift up from my lazy boy armchair on this one. Okay, that's that's about as far as I'll I'll take that one. But Bridget, you you you've you've gone through it and you've read through it. And does this article going going by the headline? And admittedly, this is for a very targeted select slice of the medical community. Does this one at all sound like it's we found the new and here it is and woohoo? No. No. No, and there's a good goddamn reason why. Because um they didn't find the whole brand new and it's time to cheer and woohoo and we've got it. It's tempered with the knowledge that this is another step. That's pretty much the way that uh, most of it reads down, if I'm not mistaken. And only for a very specific subset of people. Yeah, it's a slice of a slice of a slice. And for this slice of a slice of a slice, we've got good results. Maybe not really long-term results, but we've got some good results so far. And isn't that the big determining factor? If they can say, if you can put into all of this, dot, 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 so far. Well, it's it's just amazing to me, you know, that they're able to use immunotherapy at all. And it will only get more refined as they keep doing studies and, you know, look for more antigen receptors and biomarkers and determine what will help, you know, whom. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, like I said earlier, man. It's, it's, it's And they've got so many new drugs in the pipeline. Uh, a lot of them are going to be orphan drugs because, you know, they are helpful for only a very small segment. It depends on what kind of cancer you have, um, you know, what mutations you have. Um, so much, but I think that's the future is very specialized, targeted treatment that's individualized. And what they're starting to do studies with now is, you know, actually manipulating your T cells by, you know, taking some of your blood out, uh, tinkering around with them genetically and inserting them back into your, uh, body to let them do their thing. That just blows my mind. So we've got, um, yeah, we got about a little over 15 minutes. So uh, let me, let me, let me parse this one out for you guys to, to kind of banter about as, as kind of a last item, because I think this would be, let me, let me catch it this way. And, and tech, because of the way that, uh, this one's running through my head. I think that you're probably going to be the most fascinated one on this idea. So here's 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 the thing, and I'm I'm, I'm putting the the I'm putting the video on you at this point, so I don't miss anything. There's a reason why. Trust me on this one. What if the headline that came down and the headline was spot on had gone ahead and said. Orphaned drugs can now be synthesized on site inexpensively by radical new 3D printing procedures. Okay. The idea that you could literally, uh, you remember how uh, medication. 
Yeah. Mm. No, no, I, I fully understand. Um, well, I, well, hold, hold, hold the on. The problem I would have with it is. No, 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 that... hold, hold on one second. I, I want to make sure that everybody else has got got the, the right clip on this. Back in the 90s, there was a thing that was called just in time processing delivery. Shit, I forgot what delivery. it was called. Uh-huh. Delivery. The idea was that you would have almost no product in a storehouse, but once orders were placed, you could get those delivered immediately door to door, so to speak, to kind of cut down a little bit on storage costs. And overstock. And and overstock. Now, where I'm going with this is the idea of being able to get the old out of, uh, out of patent. Yes. Out of patent drugs or orphan drugs or that kind of thing. And have, hospitals be able to on premises functionally create inexpensively or or at least you know not not horrendously expensively these drugs on site as needed without having to worry about well you've got this one type of cancer but the drug that we've got that we would normally use yeah we've had it on the shelf for an extra 5 years and we didn't realize it that's where i'm going with this so now you've got it all, and tech, you you kind of had the, I'm, I'm assuming you pretty well had the same idea as what I was just describing for everybody to make sure they had it. Well, it's not just that. It's to have something like that would take a leap in the technology of 3D printing. Right now, uh, the 3D printing, we have a limitation on how small we can make uh, the nozzles and everything else. So if we're making medicine, you know, you're printing at a molecular level, right? Um, You know, a specialized chemistry set of sorts. Mm -hmm. So there would probably be a limitation on what it can make based on maybe it's making liquid capsules, you know, capsules that have a liquid inside of it. So it's mixing together pre-mixed certain stocks that when they react, they become the medicine, so to speak. Okay. That I can kind of see. But if they're, you know, if you're talking Star Trek reconstituting uh, proteins and things like that, you know, we're, we're, a little bit. we'd probably see a lot of other things in the medical industry that would make that headline completely believable. So if I were to see it right now, excuse me, I'd be looking <laughs> for the really in what respect are we printing? You know, what? how are we printing them? What are we doing here? Because I know like we can spray on skin grafts now, you know, yep. with, with the, with the uh, uh, skin cells turned into stem cells that are sprayed into the area. And then they're all, all the other, all that, all that fun stuff that they do. Um, and then of course the costs would be uh, interesting to try to calculate. There, there's a lot going on there. It's just, I'd have to pull it apart. The headline would make me look. It would make me go, ooh. It would definitely interest me and intrigue me. And I would definitely want to read it because I want to know what's going on. Um, I've seen too many headlines from the medical community as well as, you know, other science communities like space and so on and so forth where the headlines are like, wow, this is a really great headline. Let me read on this. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Like uh, they just found two new solar systems with planets the size of Earth. That was a headline. It's like, well, 
One of the solar systems has a planet the size of Earth. The other two are slightly bigger, but they're so close to <coughs> to their sun, their star, that they can't support life as we know it. Or water. Mm-hmm. Or water. Yeah. And sorry, exactly. sorry. Liqu- liquid water. So, so, and then I think the other one's in a similar boat. Um, I don't know. I, 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 my brain is not braining very well right now, but the point is, is it's like, okay, they did this great headline and then they like, eh. I, I think they would, should have done, um, something more along the lines of, you know, they found a non-life supporting planet that just so happens to be the size of earth and it's this close and it's exciting. The technique that was used to find it, maybe, you know, if they want to gather some excitement, because now we know it's common for planets to be of certain sizes, including earth, that, uh, there's more than, uh, on one occasion where have we found a planet similar to earth like conditions in their various Goldilocks zones, depending on their star sizes, like, um, a red. If our sun was a red dwarf, we'd have to be a lot closer to be to, in a Goldilocks zone. You know, those sorts of things. Um, but but your headline for three D printing medicine, it's like, I, I'd I'd have to read it. I definitely would be like, okay, let's see what's going on here before people start going. We can three D print all the medications. Probably not. Fair enough. But I still think it would be exciting. Uh, It it would definitely be cool. Um, I hope we actually get to that point where we can go in and Doc says, hey, hold on. uh, It's going to take us five minutes while we process your medication. Rather than saying, oh, we're out of that one. It's real popular. We'd be like, hold on. we got to convert this massive proteins and such into what your medicine is going to become. (laughs) <laughs> yeah heretic woman um yeah i'm 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 guessing you you're probably pretty much on the same board definitely want to read further into that but would be kind of cool too well it would be cool for sure i mean it would be i take uh four medications plus insulin and it'd be really cool if i could just you know walk over to the printer and spit some out instead of having to oh crap i'm gonna run out before i can call the pharmacy and you know i don't want to have to go without for a day or remember to call it in time and all of this crap and you know i i'm very lucky too because my pharmacy is only two blocks away and they deliver for free but i have to remember that oh i need a refill (laughs) you know and have money when they come to deliver it and things like that which you know if i don't didn't plan ahead that can be a bit of a pain in the neck so that would be cool but i i like i don't know if you saw beth said that the anti-vaxxers would have a field day <laughs> yeah yep yeah you just no- imagine you're, you're gonna poison yourselves and all this crap and yeah and think of all of the crazy shit that woo nutters would be manufacturing for themselves and their kids. You mean as opposed to what they're doing now? Well, I was so gonna in say other words, they're, they're... the woo nutters would have a big tank of water 
and they run an <laughs> and, and they rub an aspirin along the side of the tank. Well, but so that's only one kind. Have the memory of it. But that's only one kind of woo. There's other kind, like you know, the people that are putting bleach up their kids' butts. Mm. You know, those kinds of woo nutters. Imagine the things that they could manufacture. Oh no, thanks. You must be certified woo free before you can buy this printer. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you know, if, if we're gonna do that, can we have a test uh, licensing exam for people to use computers in the first place? Oh God! If Digital Dog Cow couldn't get that, that's never gonna have happen, man. No. I'm sorry. That is a, that is a very niche answer that virtually nobody but the two of us understands about. Sorry. There's there's. Tech is shaking. Is is nodding his head. He's yep. <laughs> hey, I saw a re- I saw a reference on Reddit the other day to a clue by four, uh, a, you know, alert loser attitude readjustment tool. Yep. And somebody said, "Oh yeah, back when the TSC site was up." And I'm going, "Oh, I feel old." <laughs> Man, it's like I think I may even recognize that name of that uh, Reddit oh. account. I was looking up something earlier today, and I got a search result of a tripod site. Uh, okay, we'll we'll talk about John Holmes after Bridget. Uh, you <laughs> not that wow. kind of tripod. A, again, a very select group of people are going to understand what I'm just talking about. Kids, don't look that up. Ew, so, definitely not. Yeah, okay. uh, add that to another things that you're not supposed to look up, like blue that's, waffle or a lemon party. Oh, that's 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 on the oh. Friday show. That's a different thing entirely. So okay, mm-hmm. it's a Re- Friday show. <laughs> Bridget, reminding you that I'm specifically thinking in terms of hospital use, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of uh, trim it back a little bit further. Even um, emergency rooms, especially the idea of being able to in an emergency room situation. You, some, something comes up that is necessary. Ain't got because it, it's it's a um. What would be a uh? Le, all right, let me give you a slightly far fetched on this one. Anti venom serum. Now that one pushes out the the believe the believability factor a lot because we're talking about liquids, but. Even keeping that part aside, the idea of being able to temper to to on site in a, in an emergency situation synthesize something that would be life saving like that, mm-hmm. and that was the headline where something like that could be, and that and that's kind of like the un, the underlying thing. It's someone who's dealt in medical, especially knowing full well what can happen in the ER situation. That. I mean, what would f- for that headline to come around to say about this kind of thing? Where would your thoughts on a headline like that? Where would you end up? I would have to go read the article and see what they're referencing. Um, I mean, just reading headline probably is not going to give me accurate information. Um, I could jump to all sorts of conclusions based on it. Uh, but I think that we will eventually get to a point where we can synthesize things as needed. We're not there yet. 
No, not not just yet, but um, I mean, give us another twenty or thirty years, and we probably will be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, I'm not really up on medical bio uh, on where was uh, what's what's the term that I was looking for? Um, molecular biology. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mole- molecular pharmacology. That's probably the better term of what I was looking for, but um. I can I can well imagine that there are a number of I guess you might say prefabricated compounds that could be used and bolted together to to synthesize a a maybe a close enough compound in some cases. I don't know. Yeah, that's that yeah, that's 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 something a little bit uh, a little bit far on the esoteric scale. I just kind of thought about that. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that be great though, if there were certain compounds that were adequate held- substitutes that yeah yeah, well, that would be really cool. Who knows? And maybe- probably necessary because some of the anti venom um, items do have a very short shelf life. Yeah. And trying to uh, trying to get them, uh, as I as I recall, you basically need to vampirize. Uh, it may not be the best word for it, but uh, a horse in order to get the antigens, if I remember correctly. And you know, it's it's probably not something that they would keep a, a large stockpile of because I mean, unless they lived in a place where snake bites were frequent, because it's usually just not. A thing that happens very often, but it happens. Yeah. And if you go to a smaller ER in, in a rural town, I mean, they may not have anything on hand. They may not have a budget to have things on hand. And that's kind of scary. But imagine having the opportunity of prefabricated, um, compounds that could be put together and the whole thing fit into a you know what let's think big a train car uh not not uh, uh, one of those uh shipping containers like you'd have on a on a on a train or put onto the uh the backside of a, a tractor trailer and airdropped Somewhere, with somebody who knows how to work those those systems, solar powered, wind powered, you know, so it's not reliant on anything, to just airdrop into areas of the world where there's no access to medical community of whatsoever. Would that not be an absolutely amazing game changer if something like that could happen? Yeah especially in poorer countries that don't have access to basic supplies. Yeah. In places where doctors without borders can't, uh, can't, I was, I was about to say, can't fly into, no, they can't sail to, man, I'm completely forgetting what the hell it is that they've got. They've got, they've got a big ass boats is what they got. I keep forgetting about that. Great group. You know, but you have some places that can't even afford disposable needles. Yeah. 
or IV tubing or bed sheets, <laughs> you know. Or in some cases, stuff that would be uh, actually considered a medical necessity where otherwise it wouldn't be. Yeah. Mosquito netting, for instance. Mm, yes. Definitely. This is kind of petered out a little bit differently than uh, I was anticipating. So, um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I know for well that, you know, sometimes it happens. Maybe this is one of those times where we kind of, maybe this wasn't the, uh, the, the best way of, of tackling the subject. And that's, that's on me. Cause you know, as we said, it's my show. Things go good. It's my show. <laughs> Things go bad. It's still my show, but <laughs> screw it. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep going. Cause you know, we, we try. Um, let me, let me just really quickly then, um, close us out. We've talked on many occasions about Amazon having stuff that you can buy. That's all kinds of cool. The, the Catholic wafers and, and um, single serve wines, for instance, which I, I still, we we've talked about this before. I still need to find a way of, of getting these and getting a, some way of imprinting on these damn things. One day make this happen one day. Um, watching the guys from cognitive dissonance, you know, taking one on, on their tug and pouring down one day. That's that. That's when I know. <laughs> we'll have made it. Anyway, you have to make uh, some special glory hole ones for them. <clears throat> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll punch out the centers on each of them, make them you know, put them on a string, <laughs> a, 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 a string of Twizzler. How's that? Ooh. Twizzler pulse. That's 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 what we'll do. Anyway, all right. So I happen to have a whole bag of Twizzler right here. You know what? You keep those pieces of. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So there was one thing that I remember from my days at my first job working at a drugstore. Local community drugstore doesn't exist anymore. They closed up, and and partly because they couldn't find anybody else to take over, but partly because it was getting to be too dangerous. Getting robbed a couple of times to do that to you. Anyway, there was one thing that I remember was in the place that I never saw them use. Doing compounding is something that you learn how to do in pharmacology. It doesn't happen very often anymore. And there were a handful of times where they compounded creams because they had to mm-hmm. and a handful of times I ever saw it done. But one of the things that was still available in the shop were boxes, rectangular boxes of empty gelatin capsules. Most of you at this point don't even remember medicines coming in gelatin capsules because after the poisoning of the Tylenol market where seven people seven people died from poisoned Tylenol in Chicago seven people in one city in the US and suddenly those pull apart capsules are no longer on the market you won't find drugs used that way anymore. But 
if you needed to compound something specific and fill your own capsules because that was kind of part of the job they had them now this stuff is still available these these gelatin capsules are still available on amazon i, I just matter of fact i just looked them up uh empty gelatin capsules zero size whatever the hell size that is i have no idea 1000 count eight bucks probably pretty tiny it probably are but i want this to kind of sink in for a second anybody could buy these and put whatever they would like on the inside of them and sell them for a while until they got caught out. Yep. Could be confectioner sugar. It if you're lucky and they could sell it and say that it was it was good for what ails you, it'll give you a little bit of pep and a little bit of vim and you'll you'll take two of these uh, an hour before you would normally go to sleep and it'll help keep you awake for a little while longer and it doesn't have caffeine. What's in it? It's a private collection of, of ingredients. Proprietary formula. <laughs> Proprietary formula. All natural. Yes, like we know that automatically means good, you know, like natural nightshade and but 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 you know. if it but if it was confectioner sugar. Yes. Nothing I have said would be a lie. That's true. And it would not be damaging to someone generally speaking unless somebody's got a really really weird allergy to the gelatin itself or they're diabetic or they're diabetic now like i said if somebody was trying to make a buck they could go ahead and they could peddle these for who only knows how much money and what would the headline be? What could they get away with? New on the market. New pills to help people stay awake for a couple of extra hours. And so help me, Tech. I'm sincerely hoping you were trying I was to joke at my I was just going to say, I think maybe he could use some. <laughs> anyway. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's all right. I'm fading. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make it really quick then. If you don't know what it is that you're reading, you need to just keep reading over and over again. Go a little bit further, find out what the actual information is. And if you can't figure it out on your own, for whatever reason, see if you can ask around. You know about us. We'll be happy to help you take stuff apart. And with that said, like I, like I mentioned, I will see about getting Michael Marshall on to talk with us because learning how to read through this techie stuff, I learned a lot from his show, Skeptics with a K. And I think maybe that would be a really good conversation to have. Plus, it'll give us an opportunity to piss off somebody else in the UK at four in the morning. So <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Anyway. There is that. With that, better that I go ahead and just 
get us you know right the hell on out because uh i think it's probably a good idea so as always everybody thank you very much for taking the time to be with us tonight hope that you had something worthwhile to think about at this point and found all of what we've had to say a little bit worthwhile with it all tech um thanks for uh sticking it out for as long as you have at this point and you uh you rest well man good to see you yeah i'm gonna rest well no worries man if you want to just pop right on out don't sweat it but regardless thanks man yep okay bridget thank you very much for your time you have yourself a good morning as well you too don't hang me out to dry. Blog. Girl. Okay. They want me to plug my blog. Um, you can go read my blog at bridgetfits2112.wordpress.com. Thank you. And Heretic Woman. Um, wow. Yes. In, in, the, in the meantime of trying to keep the bile down, knowing full well that the uh, voting populace is a bunch of freaking morons, apparently. Yes, very much so. Uh, let's see now. Uh, Monday night at 7.30 p.m. beyond the trailer park, we are going to talk about another um, contentious thing. We're going to talk about the recent SCOTUS ruling. So we are, uh, it's going to be um, me who knows nothing about American law and a bunch of legal eagles because uh, Beth uh, went to school for paralegal. So she, she has way more than a clue than I do. Our newly minted law school graduate who will be writing the bar soon, Miss Morgan. And we are also going to be joined by our friend Deanna Holmes, who was an attorney uh, out of Arizona and Sharon Frankel, who is Andrew Torres's law partner in his firm. She's going to join us and discuss uh, the whole mess that is the Masterpiece Bakery ruling. That's, so, uh, I can well imagine, that's going to that's gonna start make, making things a little contentious in the office now. Yeah, so possibly. they got you this time, huh? Okay, that's fine, that's fine. I happen to have met Sharon when I was in Milwaukee and hung out with her most of the weekend, so... Um, yeah, and, you know, we're we're kind of more of a chick show, so I wanted to make it a, a, a ladies' affair. So there we go. Makes sense. We just happen to be able to, because, I mean, come on, everybody thinks of a lawyer as a dude, so... No, we have lady lawyers. So there we go. And one paralegal-ish. <laughs> Almost paralegal. I think she graduated. She just, by the time she graduated, Beth wasn't interested in it anymore. She found out she likes the law, but when she found out, you know, what her day-to-day -day grind would be, she was like, ew, and went on and did something else. <laughs> Which is kind of like me, because I went to university to be a social worker, and then I found out what that was supposed to be like. I was like, ew, and went into antiques for 12 years. <laughs> oh, hello, Jack. Bullshit. Well, you're too late. The bullshit's about to roll up the carpet and sign off for the night, so you don't have to listen. It's all right. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so that's uh, beyondthetrailerpark.com. You can catch that tomorrow night at uh, Monday, or tomorrow night, not tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow night now, because it's after 2 o'clock. So uh, Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. 
And of course, you can also find me at Fall Chronic, where I read the Chron, so you don't have to. And I, I promise I'll do another one soon. Just uh, motivation, people. But also, Tuesday, I am appearing on a new show. Well, I don't think it's actually new, new, but new to me. Um, someone else in my news feed actually um, was on this podcast and said, hey, I was on the show. Do you want to listen to my my episode? Blah, blah, blah. And I enjoyed it. And turns out that they had a, a form on their website where you could say, hey, I want to be on your show. So I did. And now I will be. <laughs> so it's called Your Atheist Pastor. So this should be interesting. It's youratheistpastor.org. Um, it is pre-recorded, so I'm not sure when he'll be posting it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna gonna do that interview on Tuesday, so I'll keep folks posted on when uh, it'll come out. So kind of looking forward to that. Somebody new I haven't gotten met yet. So there we go. By the name of Luke, Luke the atheist pastor. I kind of like that. <laughs> Reminds me of Jerry Dewitt. <laughs> Very cool. If you've ever met Jerry, Jerry will. Jerry is very much an atheist, but he will be a preacher for the rest of his life. There's just that's just Jerry. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, and, and the perfect hair, you know, he's oh he of the perfect hair, but but yeah. So there's that. All right. So everybody, thank you very much for being with us. If you'd like to, of course, catch up on all the past episodes, or if you'd like to get the audio version. Again, thank you very much for all the work that you put in, Dallin. You can take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. The left side of the screen, you will see the link over there for the podcast link. Please click on the little red symbol. It's just the way that it is. WordPress, what are you going to do? Uh, for all of our contact information, just swing over there, of course, and we'll be more than happy to speak with you guys email us over. If you'd like to send a voicemail message, of course, 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. And of course, for those of you that want to put in a little bit of money, over patreon.com slash HCTV. Last item. There are going to be, uh, there, will, there will be at least one more show uh, this uh, upcoming weeks where I'm not going to be here because I'm going to be down in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh for Anthrocon. So uh, just be aware that one of the few scheduled times a year I'm not going to be around. Somebody's going to be running the show instead mm -hmm. of in my place, which is going to be all fine. Um, while I'm down there, I will be seeing about having folks join us for Breakfast with Fred. If you're not sure about that one, just find the hashtag Breakfast with Fred, all one word, and you will find... We kind of get some folks together on Saturday morning to go over to the statue of Fred Rogers and have breakfast, just like it says on the tin. And for those of you that might be looking to uh, help out with me with my revenge piece, yes, I'm back to reminding myself to wear the damn hat for the ride for Roswell. It's coming up. If you would like to help donate for the cancer research fundraiser for the roswell park cancer institute please check the show notes and you will see the link over there for my group end of cycle for sarcoma we'd really love to have you guys help out 
We have over $500 USD that's been donated through the folks in Second Life. If you'd like to help out a little bit, please click through, take a swing through. Any little bit helps. And we will see you. In the meantime, we got to get out of here because, well, it's a little bit on the late side. You will take good care of yourselves. And for those of you that joined us over live chat, Beth, Trippin, Stephanie, even Jack. You know what? Jack, you're off the hook tonight. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. And did I get everybody? I think Trippin, I pretty well got everybody. Stephanie, Beth, I think that was everybody. That's okay. Thank you. And for all of you that have been listening, hope that you take good care of yourselves and thank you very kindly as always. So until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, I still can't believe 13 years on, I am still in love. Not today, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>